Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, I will preview tomorrow night's game, we'll head on down to my best bets, and then I'll wrap up with some coaching carousel talks, all coming up on this week's episode of the Thursday Night Preview. Now last week, I wished for the Saints to disappear from my life for the rest of the season. And now here they are on primetime. I should have checked out the schedule before making my wishes, as we have the Saints visiting the Rams on Thursday night football. The Rams are fun to watch, and the Saints aren't. However, playoff implications always make things more interesting, and maybe that's what we'll get here. The Saints are coming off of a pretty dominating performance against the hapless Giants, but generally, their offense has struggled most of the year. Derek Carr has been knocked out of almost every single game this season, and facing Aaron Donald this next game may lead us down a path already traveled. This offense has shown they can be successful at times. Chris Olave has flashed great things, and Alvin Kamara isn't the threat he once was, but he's still dangerous. Add a dash of Taysom Hill and Jimmy Graham in the end zone, and this unit can be viable. They just lack consistency, and this may not be the matchup for them to suddenly change that narrative. The Rams' offense, on the other hand, has been firing on all cylinders lately. In the passing game, it's almost unfair to have both Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua on the same team. However, the Saints' defense is sneaky good in pass coverage. Isaac Yadam and Paulson Adebo have both been playing great on the outside. Not to mention, you always have to be aware of the Honey Badger lurking deep. The Rams have leaned heavily on Kyron Williams the past few games when he's been available, and have been very successful in doing so. Sean McVay is likely to avoid the strength of this defense and exploit their weakness, that being their run-stopping unit. As such, I expect much of the same results for Kyron in this game as well. Overall, we have a good offense with the Rams against a good defense of the Saints. This should be an entertaining matchup at the very least. Ultimately, I think the Saints keep things interesting, but the Rams come out on top when the dust settles. Moving on to my best bets for the Thursday night game, my straight five bets are the following. First, I have Kyron Williams to score. Next, I have Cooper Cup to score. Then I have Puka Nakua to score. Up next, I have Alvin Kamara to score. And then lastly, I have Jawan Johnson to score as my long shot for this game. For my parlay bet, I'm going with a single three-leg parlay. The first leg is Kyron Williams over 100 yards rushing. The second leg is Kamara over 40 yards rushing. And lastly, the third leg is Cooper Cup over 60 yards receiving. And that'll wrap up my best bets for the Thursday night game. Let's go ahead and take a quick break right here. Welcome back. Now, let's talk a little bit about the inevitable coaching carousel we are bound to be faced with this upcoming offseason. We'll start off with the teams that could potentially be in the mix for a new head coach. The Panthers, the Raiders, and now the Chargers have kicked things off early, but who could be joining them in their search? I think Bill's time in New England is coming to an end. He'll likely either retire to save face, or maybe try his hand at shaping Justin Herbert's future in LA. Either way, the Patriots should find themselves in the mix. Next, I think Sala's time in New York is up. He's done a great job with that defense, no doubt. But the way he and this front office handled this offseason is definitely worthy of all the scrutiny. He'll make a good DC somewhere else. Up next, Arthur Smith could be out in Atlanta. His offense has been atrocious, but more than that, 
there seems to be very little in the way of scheming. I could see him reuniting as OC in Tennessee with Vrabel once again. The commanders should be moving on from Ron Rivera. The way he has handled everything over his tenure with Washington might just earn him a spot upstairs. I could see a scenario where he stays with the organization in some form or another. And lastly, I think Eberflus will be out in Chicago. This one is a little harder to pinpoint. This Bears team seems to be in a bit of a weird spot. They have a quarterback that they kind of like, but also have the opportunity to move on in the draft if they so desire. I could see them keeping things together and building around Justin Fields, but I can also see them blowing this whole thing up and starting fresh. So that leaves us with a total of 8 teams in the search. No doubt, some of these guys will get recycled like usual, but it's always nice to see fresh faces in the mix. Here's my list of guys who are ready to make the jump into the big chair. First up has to be Ben Johnson, the current OC in Detroit. I honestly hope he stays in Detroit for a little bit longer, but the buzz surrounding this guy will likely lead to a promotion. I could see him trying to turn around that offense in New York. Next, I think Kellen Moore has a real shot at taking over the reins in LA. I thought it was a little weird that he didn't take over as interim head coach, but now that I think about it a little bit more, he may be playing the long game here. Interim coaches always get overlooked, and almost anything they do goes out of the window the moment shiny new things are dangled in front of the owners and GMs. With Bill out in New England, I could see them filling his spot with in-house guy Gerard Mayo. He played under Bill, coached alongside him, and Kraft loves him. The Patriots have been grooming him for a while. This one is as close to a guarantee as we can get. Next on my list would have to be Bobby Slowick, the current OC in Houston. The way he has instantly transformed this Texans offense is amazing. Of course, it doesn't hurt when CJ Stroud is the guy leading your offense. But, nonetheless, his name should definitely be thrown into the hat. I also like what Dave Canales has done with the offense in Tampa Bay. He does a great job of mixing things up and getting his star players in position to succeed. For similar reasons, I also like Mike LaFleur from the Rams and both Brian Callahan and Press Taylor of the Bengals. I think all of these guys could help turn around a team that needs an offensive mind. And having said that, that'll do it for today's episode. I'll return as usual for the recap and preview for the rest of the games on Friday. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.